This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. One of the wealthiest Jews in Mezhibuz comes to the Baal Shem Tov and asks his Rebbe, how can it be that I'm losing all of my money? You know, Rebbe, for years I gave tzedakah, I've supported the community, and all of a sudden, every business deal that I make, I lose money. Every investment that I have is losing money. Everything is losing money, and I don't know what to do. The Baal Shem Tov looked at this Jew and he said, I'm really sorry, but I can't help you right now. You're going to eventually lose everything, and you're going to become a beggar and have to go around and collect money just to have food for your family. After two years of you traveling around being a beggar, come back to me and I'll see if I can help you. The wealthy Jew, he understood that the Baal Shem Tov, if he could have helped him, he would have on the spot. And so he accepted his fate and watched his fortune slowly disappear. Until eventually, he had to sell all of his furniture, all of his belongings, his homes, everything, and walk around collecting money to support his family. For two years, this once wealthy Jew, who had been broken down and was now a dirty schlepper, Smelling bad, wearing tattered and torn clothes, he comes back to the Baal Shem Tov. It's been two years now, two years of walking around, two years of humiliation, two years, and he's almost forgotten who he once was. And he makes his way back to the Baal Shem Tov. He says, Remy, you probably don't recognize me. And the Baal Shem Tov said, I know exactly who you are. It's been two years, and now I'll explain to you what happened. Ah. So the Hasid's eyes are wide open. Two years of suffering. That doesn't include all the time that it took for him to lose his fortune, which was also enormous suffering. Maybe even more than the last two years. The Baal Shem Tov said to him, Do you remember over two years ago on Yom Kippur, you had a beautiful snuff box, and you were walking around the shul, giving everyone a sniff of the snuff in your box. As everybody knows, on Yom Kippur, you fast and you don't eat or drink or smoke. But you can smell fragrances, and so many people walk around with snuff boxes to try to revive people's spirits as the day goes on. The Baal Shem Tov said to this chassid, do you remember you had your snuff box and you're going around, and in the back corner of the shul, there was this disgusting, dirty schlepper, torn clothes, and you know, all of us were fasting, but he hadn't eaten in days. And he signaled to you that you should bring him the snuff box and give him a sniff, but you didn't like the way he looked. You didn't like the way he smelled. And you decided and you decided that if the schlepper doesn't get up and come to me, I'm for sure not going to him. The schlepper was too tired to get up, so he didn't come. But the Baal Shem Tov said to the Chassid, You should know that this schlepper, after fasting for three days, on the afternoon of Yom Kippur, he davened to Hashem. His davening was something unique in the world. He said, Hashem, you know, you see that wealthy Jew over there? He's giving everyone the snuff. He's not coming over to me, and I don't have any more strength to get up and go over to him. Amish Hashem, I can't take it anymore. Shem, please make me a wealthy Jew. And I promise you that I'll be a much better wealthy Jew than that guy over there. And then the schlepper fell asleep. And you know what happened on Yom Kippur? Hashem decided to answer the schlepper's prayers. And what he did is he took your wealth and slowly transferred it away from you to that schlepper. 
And so he gradually became wealthier and wealthier, and you gradually became poorer and poorer until you yourself became a smelly, dirty schlepper just like him. So now the previously wealthy man is standing there. His jaw is wide open. He's crying, and he says to the Baal Shem Tov, but Rebbe, what can I do? It's two years already. Please, what can I do, Rebbe, please? The Baal Shem Tov calmed him. He said, yeah, it's not a problem. There's a very easy fix for this. All you have to do is go to the previous schlepper, who's now the wealthy Jew, ask him for a little bit of his snuff, and if he refuses you, your fortune will be returned to you. Ah, said the Chassid, who knows what it is to be a wealthy Jew. He knows exactly how to get the other guy to refuse to give him snuff. Because when he was busy, if somebody came and bothered him, there's no way that he would stop what he's doing for giving somebody some snuff. So he waits and he watches, and he goes over in the Beit Midrash, in the house of study, to the wealthy Jew. He's, the wealthy Jew is sitting there, and he's learning, and he's deep into his learning. And this schlepper, who's smelling really ripe and bad, in his torn clothes and his dirt, walks into the Beit Midrash. Few people look up and they hold their noses from the smell. But the schlepper goes right over to the wealthy Jew and he says, Hey man, can I have some snuff? The wealthy Jew looks up at the poor schlepper. He looks across at his chavruta. He says to his study partner, Hang on just a second. And he pulls out of his pocket this beautiful snuff box, gives it a little tap, and says, Here you go. So the previously wealthy Jew, who's now a schlepper, is really disappointed. He just walks away, doesn't even want any of the snuff. And then he tries again, tries Erev Shabbos when the wealthy Jew is in the mikvah. His clothes are sitting on a bench. The chassid comes over and he says, hey, can I have some snuff? And the wealthy Jew says, yeah, hang on a second. And he runs out of the mikvah, dripping wet, and he goes and gets his snuff box and he gives it to the poor Jew. Ah, the poor Jew is having a really hard time getting the wealthy Jew to deny him the snuff. But then he hears a couple of weeks from now, the wealthy Jew is marrying off his daughter. And everybody knows that every wealthy Jew wants to have poor people at their wedding. And so this poor schlepper was invited to the wedding of the wealthy Jew's daughter. And it's just about time for the Sheva Brachot under the chuppah. And the schlepper runs up to the chuppah and he says to the wealthy Jew, can I have some snuff? And the wealthy Jew stops everyone. And he says, stop the wedding. Wait a minute. I have to give some snuff to this poor Jew. And at this point, the poor Jew realizes there's no way that he's going to be refused the snuff from the wealthy Jew. And he faints on the spot. And everybody's shocked. It's under the chuppah. They're just about to continue the ceremony. And here this crazy, smelly, dirty schlepper runs under the chuppah and asks for some snuff. And when he's given it, he passes out. Nobody understands what's going on. So finally he comes to, and the wedding continues. And when it's over, the wealthy Jew says to the schlepper, what, what was that all about? And the schlepper said, if you don't mind, would you please come with me to the Baal Shem Tov tomorrow? So the wealthy Jew said, yeah, of course, my Rebbe, I'll be happy to see him anytime. And the next morning, the two of them walk into the Baal Shem Tov's room. The former schlepper, who's now a wealthy Jew, and the wealthy Jew, who's now a schlepper. And the schlepper, who was formerly a wealthy Jew, he says to the Baal Shem Tov, Rebbe, I did everything. I tried in all kinds of ways. And this man over here, he always gave me from his snuff. The Baal Shem Tov looks over to the wealthy Jew, who used to be a schlepper, and he says, Nu, what do you have to say? And he said, I remember years ago on Yom Kippur, there was this wealthy Jew, and he refused to give me from his snuff. And I davened to Hashem, and since then, I've been a wealthy Jew myself. And I made a promise to Hashem and to myself that if ever anybody ever asked me for some, for some snuff, 
I always promised that I would stop everything and give it to them. So this gentleman over here, the schlepper, he's come to me many times asking for snuff. And every time I make sure to stop and give it to him. And then I don't understand what happened. He, he passed out under the chuppah. My daughter's chuppah. I mean, this is total craziness. What's going on here? So the Baal Shem Tov explained to the wealthy Jew, he said, do you remember when you were a schlepper and you davened to Hashem that you should become wealthy? Well, Hashem decided that he was going to take the wealth of this Jew right here and transfer it to you and transfer your poverty to him. The wealthy Jew, he had no idea that this was going on. And the schlepper, who knew exactly what was going on, he turns to the Baal Shem Tov and he says, No, Rebbe, what am I supposed to do now? The Baal Shem Tov didn't need to say a word. The former schlepper, who is now a wealthy Jew, he turns to the previously wealthy Jew, who is now a schlepper. He says to him, My friend, if that's the case, and obviously it is because the Baal Shem Tov is sitting right here telling us that it is, then half of my money belongs to you. I want you to come after the Sheva Brachot are over, and I want you to come to all the Sheva Brachot, and I'm going to give you some money right now to get you back on your feet. I want you to come to me, and I'm going to give you half of the money that I've earned over the last two years. He said, I'm going to give you something else as well. And after the Sheva Brachot are over, the schlepper who's already cleaned up and wearing a nice suit and looking a lot better since he got some money from the wealthy Jew, comes into the wealthy Jew's office, and just like he promised, the wealthy Jew handed over half of the money, half of his fortune, to the schlepper. And he said, I'm also here to help you in business. If you need connections, if you need a warehouse, if you need anything, my goal is for you to succeed in business just like I did. And along with the money, the wealthy Jew gave the schlepper a beautiful snuff box with the finest snuff inside. He said, my friend, I think you understand the lesson. Anytime anyone ever asks you for some snuff, you make sure to give it to them, no matter what. And in the town of Mejibuz, with the two wealthy Jews, a great deal of tzedakah was given out. And any time anyone asked for a little bit of snuff from either of the wealthiest Jews, it was always given with a big smile. Thank you so much for listening to these stories. If you know somebody who still hasn't heard of the Hasidic Story Project, 
you know what they're missing out on. Please make sure to share a link with them, either from the website, HasidicStory.com, or from wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. And of course, make sure to leave us a review and five stars. It makes a big difference in the charts and more people will see the podcast and be able to listen to it. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to sharing our next story together.